Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Tired and Tested Podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realizing that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. So hello there everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of the Time and Test the Podcast with me, Sophie McCartney. And as always, I am joined by my gloriously fringe sidekick companion. Oi oi Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Right. First off, we need to, we need to address the elephant. No offense in the room. Um, that, you, you are you are hunched over your microphone today, just looking like you're in the world's worst place. How's your back, babes? So I've had a bad back for many years. Uh, I was training for the London Marathon, slipped two discs. So nobody should love bother. That. Nobody should. I love bother that, doing you, that you always have to put that in there. I was training for a marathon. I'm a sporty wanker, guys. Yeah, I try to be. The, you did try. The, you did try. The university. I think. Me. I think it was God's way of saying, "Don't do the marathon, babe." I'm gonna. I'm gonna just break you back a little bit, just yeah. to save you from yourself yeah. when you actually yeah. try and do an actual marathon. Last week, I have to say, I'd come downstairs because I do sometimes like to record in the bedroom, and um, but I brought myself downstairs last week. Oh my God, Millie, stop tap dancing. Go and sit yourself down. And um, the next morning, Jack said to me, "Mummy, I could hear you swearing last night." <gasps> oh, I know, and he was like, "Does that mean I can now swear?" And I was like, "No, darling, no." So we've set we set an age that's going to be acceptable for him to swear, which is thirty (laughs) seven. And at the minute, he's towing the line on that. He's agreed. He's locked in for thirty seven. How does he know what a swear word is? Oh, because he goes to school. Do you know what I mean? Like they, and also, and they pick up words, I guess, at school. I remember when he was quite little, and he came home, and he called Evelyn a dickhead. But it was in context because she was being a ticket. And I, I was in the kitchen. I was in the kitchen and I could hear them in another room downstairs. And I, it was just the way he said it. It was brilliant. I was just doing some work at my laptop and just heard him go, Oh, Evelyn, stop being such a dickhead. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> also trying not to laugh. And I called him in and I was like, Sweetheart. I was like, Do you know what that means? And I could see he was like, Mm, not no. quite sure what to say. <laughs> What's going to get me into the least amount of trouble? So he was like, no. And anyway, he'd agreed that somebody at school had told him and he didn't actually know what it meant. Um, so yeah, so I think probably... So, and then I was like, well, darling, that's a bad word. That's what we call a swear word. And we don't use swear words. Swear oh. words are bad. Mm. Mm. So I think it's they, when they've heard words at school and they come back and they repeat them and then that's when you reinforce, well, you, well that's a swear word. Right, okay. And now I'm constantly just trying to censor myself. And I'm I'm generally quite good around the kids anyway, apart from, you know, when I'm podcasting downstairs and just effing and jeffing like a drunk sailor. Can we um, just take a moment? Because um, I'm a very proud momager of you after Aww. last night because we Thanks, had babe. the last gig of 2023. 2023. 2023. 
So I was trying to remember how many I've done this year. I reckon it's like 37 or something. It's like 30 Daft million. like that. Yeah, yeah 30 yeah, million something. something. Like that. 37 down. And um, I think I've probably got a casual like 30 left to go in 2024. But you know what? Everyone's like, oh, you're really looking forward to the break. And I am. I am looking forward to the break. It'll be nice. I need to spend some time with the kids and Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm also very worried about the fact that because I do this every week and I'll do it a few times a week, um, that it's proper in my brain. It's muscle memory just like an hour and 20 minutes worth of stand-up. Mm. When I'm going to take two months off, I'm going to go to that first gig back and I'm going to be like, I guess I got nothing. I'm just going to tap dance for an hour and 20 minutes and I'm not a very good tap dancer. Maybe you should just start offering private showings or pay for, pay to come and see you on the internet uh, and do a little I do a little private show. People might get confused though if I'm offering them private shows on the internet. <laughs> might they? Not sure. I'm not sure what people would laugh at more, my comedy or me nakedly dancing. I don't know. Nakedly? It's a word of the day. I don't think it's a real one, is it? Nakedly dancing. <laughs> but it was it was it was a really brilliant gig. I was very I always get so proud watching you anyway. I'm always just like, oh my oh. god, look at her go. She's like my firstborn. I was in Liverpool. You were scousing it. And do you know what? And I get substantially more Scouse when I'm in a room with a lot of Scouse people. And there were about a thousand Scousers in. Um, and so by the end of it, I was like, ah, yeah, ah, nice kid, I'll see you later. Hey. And, I was, and I was like, proper, proper, proper Scouse. And um, came home. Steve was just like, bloody hell, what's happened to your accent? And do you know what? There's a few things about what he's realised about being married to a Scouser. And I was telling you some Scousisms. Um, last night as well and there were certain things that you were like what are you talking about when you were doing your meets and greets you were talking you were and I was like what the and it wasn't really until I actually I moved away from Liverpool I went to Leeds for uni and that I met people not from Liverpool (laughs) I was exposed to the world and I realized that other people don't have our words and I was explaining our words to people and just being like, what's wrong with you? So um, I was telling you, wasn't I, that we have, um, if you're listening into a conversation, you are gagging in. And so you would say to somebody, if you, if you think that someone's listening to your convo, you're like, e, stop gagging in, you gagged, would be one. Stop, so, that, so you're a gag, you're a gag. And I do that with Steve, I'm like, are you gagging in? And he's like, am I, am I, am I what now? So we have gags, we have gagging in. Um, we have, <laughs> when we go to the supermarket and the supermarket of choice would be, the Asda. Now it's not Asda. No, it's not Asda. We always frequent the Asda. Right. So, so you, you, and a couple of scousers were explaining mm. this to me. Then mm-hmm. you're chatting away, and she said she mm. called someone from Asda, and she was like, "And I was in Asda," and I was like, "Hang on, you mm. didn't call it the Asda." No, no, because it's 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 the verb, it's the action <laughs> of going the Asda. When you're in the Asda. That's fine. You can refer to yourself as being in Asda. But if just you were going to Asda, you were going to the Asda. I don't know. It's not the Tesco. It's not the Sanos. It's not the Aldi. It's you just going to the Asda. Um, and we put the in front of a couple of other things as well. Um, in just reference to our youngest children as well. Now, you could be 25, but the youngest in your family, and you're still going to be the baby. Oh, get, go get the baby. 27. This is the thing, because so, we were talking to a, uh, one lovely lady came to see us and she had six children. So I was like, oh, what have you got? And she went, two boys, three girls and the baby. And I was like, but what's the baby? Is it a boy or a boy or a girl? It matters <laughs> not. It matters not. You have no identity in life. You have no name. You have no gender. You are just the baby. 
Um, so oh we have goodness. that. We also have um, just uh, the, the knobhead as well. <laughs> the knobhead. The, the knobhead. Yeah. The yeah. uh, we just like to put the in front of, of lots of of lots of words. Also, another one that you were confused about was when I was talking about lolly ices. I mean, that's just backwards. It, well, it is literally backwards, yeah. Uh, we, we, say a lo- we say lolly ice. Yeah, go and have a lolly ice. Yeah. Again, the first time I said that to Steve, he was like, what? What, what about the lolly ice? The lo- I'll go and get the lolly ice, Steve. The lolly <laughs> Yeah. We we had some, we had some where I'm from in Berwick. They've got their own language, and uh, right, let me try and think of a word, um, and see if you know what it is. Right, see if you okay. can get. It's a bit like Urban Dictionary, okay? So Berwick, it's like Urban Dictionary. Berwick is like the most northern town in England, right? Just before you get to Scotland. So there's there's like it's kind of like Geordie Scottish people mixed together. But so they have their own. We have our own language. Um, what do you think a capture is? A capture. A capture. Um, a capture. Um, a capture. Is it somebody who just steals children? Uh, right, sounds like... <laughs> is that right? Oh my God, you were capture. Uh, no, I'm not on the register. It's a girlfriend. You capture. Oh, oh. I know. Oh, like as if you've... Ca- as if you- hang on, I mean, I mean, that sounds a little bit predatory, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think... Does, do we think... Do we need to track that back and where that stems from? Maybe. Maybe they need to, mm. to re- revise. But yeah, no, it was just like mm. your capture. Um, yeah. And we used to say acoustibari. Acoustibari? Acoustibari. What's acoustibari? Acousti, B-A-R-I. Sounds like a really nice sandwich and I don't know why. <laughs> Is it food? Oh, I really fancy a berry. Oh, it's dead coosty. Dead coosty around the edges. And sometimes you would put berry chip. You put a chip at the end. What, like for chips? berry and chip. <laughs> it just means like bell, uh, really good. Kustibari. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, it feels like a very long way around of saying it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. When I lived in Leeds, there were lots of things in Leeds as well. It took me ages to get my head around. Like when you'd mm. ask somebody um, at the time, they go, oh, it's 10 well too. Sorry, what? Yeah, ten well two, ten past two. Mm. It's ten well two. Mm. Just, just, just say ten past again. Just say ten past two. Yeah. Shorter. Yeah. Mm. Why don't we say fifty past two? Well, I, I, wait till we have to teach time to your children. Do, why don't we have? Why don't we say fifty-five past two? Why don't we say forty-five past two? It's just the way the clocks work. Or why don't we say fifty-five to three? Again, it's just the way the clock was. I can't go into this because I've had to teach both of my children the time and I'm, I feel very triggered by this conversation. Right, well, let me know when you're doing it with Nate and I'll join, okay? And you can join in um, because Jack is near 11 and he still doesn't get the concept of past and two. And where I'm at, which is why I cannot even entertain this conversation, is that my standard answer is, it just is. <laughs> <laughs> That is, and that is all. It needs no further explanation. It is just the way of the world. Who am I? Who am I to judge it or try and explain it? It is just the way, past or to. It just is. It just is. Mm. Speaking of Jack, just just before I gave on to do this, I just said goodnight to him and he went, Mommy, can you go and pass me that um, Pokemon ball over there? I went, oh, all right then. It's like this little empty empty ball. And um, and I passed it to him and he went, and I could hear something inside it shaking. He went, do you want to know what's inside? Oh, I went, yeah, go on. Then he opened it up. It was his toenails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember BBC when they were in the broom cupboard? Andy Peters in the broom cupboard. I do remember it, but I don't know how this is linking to toenails. Because I weirdly, you just triggered a memory then. I remember watching that and somebody sent in, they used to do this feature where it was like people could like show off what they collected. And somebody sent in a quality street tin full of 
Toenail clippings. That's just horrendous. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually thinking, can you hear Millie tiptoeing past me again? And I'm thinking, I mean, you need to cut hers and stick them in Jack's Pokemon ball, see how much he likes that. But also, your your daughter just passively threw some incredible shade my way, didn't she? So, um, so Lou stayed with me last night after she came to um, to one of my shows. And um, and I'd made Evelyn's bed up for her because we do have a spare bedroom, but it's bloody freezing. So I was dead kind. So I thought, right, I'm going to put Lucy in a, in a nice, well-insulated room, which was Evelyn's room. And Jack's got bunks. And so she got kicked out and got put in bunks with Jack, which she secretly loved. And, um, and Lucy slept in her bed. Now, I'd made the bed fresh for you because I'm nice like that. I'm not going to let you sleep in sweaty seven, eight-year-old bed, am I? And um, and anyway, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to make it. And then Lucy can sleep in it one night. And then I'll just chuck about in. Millie, stop snorting. You hear the dog? She sounds like a pig. You hear her? She's sleeping at my feet. She's going to go off any second. Anyway, <laughs> and so the bed was made fresh. And then, so I've just gone to put Evelyn in her own bed again. And she went, I'm, I'm not going in. I'm not going in that bed. I was like, well, why not, darling? She went, Agent Lucy was in it last night. And I don't know where Agent Lucy's been. <laughs> like, true, she's a dirty bitch. Wow. I mean, wow. But but to be fair, are we allowed to talk about this? Can we can we can we somehow uh, make reference to this with with in a very genteel fashion? Is is this last night's incident? It's last night's incident. So talking about where we've been, she was right to be concerned, to be fair. Well, I don't know whether the setup of this has made it sound like you're the guilty <laughs> culprit. <laughs> well let's okay. just you, you you tell the story. It was I not it was definitely not me. To clarify, to clarify, it was neither one of us. And I was on stage, so I had an alibi. <laughs> okay, lots of people saw me. So, um, apparently, so legend says, and we have this from a few verified sources who were there in the evening, um, that halfway through the show, and some people got up to go to the toilet, um, they went into the ladies' loo, and um, there was, oh, see, again, I just can't, I feel bad talking about it, because I feel bad for, for who, whoever this happened to, okay, but I also don't understand the process of how it happened, which is maybe what we need to discuss, yes, okay, exactly. so um, there was a smell in the toilet, and you know, that happens in toilets, because it's not where you go to eat your breakfast, is it, it's where you go to, you know, to, to get rid of, of, of all your leftovers, um and um and anyway the the, the, the smell was a was a poop it was a poop, poop we all do it guys we all do a poop okay we all do a poop um well some of us some of us don't actually well actually that's true <laughs> Lucy two weeks in still not been <laughs> just waiting to give birth <laughs> any day now um but the problem with the person that had done this poop was that they'd missed the toilet and they'd pooped on the floor. <laughs> now and, and uh, i'm wondering whether a couple of difference or not i'm giving oh, this person God. the benefit of the doubt okay so i reckon two things must have go happened on. here okay the first of which is that they have been just caught incredibly short <laughs> like something awful has happened and they just haven't got to the toilet in time and and I don't know. Then then they've like been scared, and they thought like, I don't know. Like a, like a lion was outside the door, so they didn't have time to clear up, and so they've just they've pooped and run. They've pooped and run. Okay. The other scenario is that this person was n- no pun intended here, shit faced, and they've they've accidentally pooed, and they've not known they've pooed on the floor, and they've just just walked out, just having left a turd behind maybe is this a scenario i have a third theory 
my third theory is, you know, um, we talked about the phantom shitter at your school. <laughs> she listened. <laughs> she reminded herself. She saw when you weren't, she was like, right, when should, when's that bitch coming to Liverpool? When's that bitch in Liverpool? Yeah. And she struck again. She struck again. Well, I mean, maybe, I mean, if I was brave enough, I should have gone and tried to get a DNA sample and maybe done some cross-referencing because at the time, okay, so we just need a backstory on the Phantom Shitter for anybody who maybe has come to the podcast late and hasn't listened to any of the earlier episodes. In my high school, there was somebody who did a poo in a bag, I think with a wee as well, I don't, I don't know, um, and then put it in another girl's locker but this girl didn't use her locker and so this bag of poo and we or it could have been poo and then just over a course of many weeks just broke down to represent something that looked like both um and then this girl then opened her locker and the bag of poo and we fell out onto the floor mass panic ensued um the whole school we were an all-girls church of england high school this was a big deal um we were hello sweetheart hello darling Hi. You're hungry. I need to have a oh. word with her. <laughs> um, How's your bed? You... Agent, Agent Lucy wants to know how your bed is. Is it okay? She's... Does it smell funny? No, good. Because she's very clean, as, as a rule of thumb. Right, do you want to get yourself, um, get yourself a snack? Something dry, with no joy in it whatsoever. A what, sorry? A, a, a wrap that there aren't any I thought she said a crap I was like oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have any wraps <laughs> we don't have any wraps we don't have any wraps what else is plain and boring in the cupboard oh you'd have a piece of dry bread oh it's do you want crummy. a banana it's crummy yeah it's going to make crummies you know, if you were hungry enough, you'd have a banana. I think all parents need that as a T-shirt, don't they? Mm. 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 What are you getting? What are you choosing? A piece, a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> You're trying to not get the crust on it, but I love that she's she's inside the bag of bread, just dissecting it, leaving the crust behind. Oh, oh tiny. Oh, no, no, Danny, can you close the cupboard and first off, wrap the bread back up, wrap it, no, Evelyn, open, Evelyn, Evelyn, get back here, open the cupboard. She's like, you're working, can't get mad. Right, now close the cupboard, don't get crummies in your bed and sit up to eat it in case you choke. I love you, good night. Night, night, baby. And she's gone, just like that. <laughs> Did she tell you she loved you back? No. No, okay. no, she didn't. No, um, okay. So where we were interrupted was yes. that um, the whole of oh, our yes. school we got mm. hauled in to mm. an assembly where our very staunch deputy headmistress mm-hmm. um, threatened us all with um, DNA testing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> I don't know where they would have had the finances to DNA test a thousand girls. I've no idea, but we were like, oh my God. You'll have to go and do a a shit in a box. You'll have to go and do a sample. (laughs) Gillian McKeith. (laughs) You are what you eat. A bit cross-referenced. What would Jesus do, girls? He probably wouldn't have shat in the locker in the first place, but anyway. You see, the fact is, they were going to go and do that investigation, DNA testing. All they had to do was, right, girl with the locker, you've snogged someone recently. Yeah, what have you done? Which bitch have you fucked up? 
whose boyfriend have you snogged? Done. Mm. That's what it was. Done. I mean, it would oh, have been oh, would have been some absolute trivial drama that happened back in the day. But nobody knows who the Phantom Pooer was, and to this day. And so, if you ask anybody that went to my high school, I won't <laughs> reference it for. for <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure that the teaching staff won't be appreciative of me sharing this story with the world. Um, but nobody knows, and it is probably going to be everybody's, you know, like if you were on your deathbed and they were like, is there anything, Sophie, that you'd want to know in the world? I'd be like, yes, God, I want to know who shattered the locker. That's all, that's all I'd want to know. <laughs> and my life would be complete. I have so much joy and happiness, but I just have one like desire to know who did that anyway but yes so that's the backstory of the poo in the locker so maybe you're right maybe a girl from my school was in the audience and she came with a vendetta she's back but it wasn't my locker that got the shit in it so i don't understand what the vendetta with me would be you know mm. who you need to get to to that would be brilliant for um, this investigation. Disney Plus, good old Wagatha, Colleen Rooney. And it's it's kind of on our home turf. She'd work it out. So did you watch it? I did. I watched it last... It was actually just last week I watched it. And do you know what? Good on Colleen. Cause she, she's definitely cleared her name because there's not a chance in hell it wasn't Rebecca Vardy. Do you reckon? See, I haven't seen it. I did see it on Disney and I was like, oh, I'm just not You've sure not that I want to... No, it does seem like something that I would watch. And then loads of people told me to watch it. But I tell you where I was just with on it. I was just like, oh, I, I just, I just, I, I worried. And this might not be the case because I haven't seen it. But I'm worried that maybe that whole court case situation was for the benefit of a Disney Plus series. Is that not the case? Is it retrospective? It's not happening at the same time? No, because it's like a couple of years later. Kind of like a backstory. It's a back. She's reflecting. Yeah. It's, okay. Oh, no, it's, well, it's the most, it it's the biggest waste of lawyers like legal fees ever it is ridiculous the amount of money that was spent on that case was she actually found guilty of it i mean if you were found guilty i don't know what i don't know whether it was was it officially a crime or was it yeah so what happened to rebecca well she had to pay a hell of a lot of money i don't think she's going to be invited back on i'm a celebrity get me out of here well maybe she will just maybe she will get us back because you know they like somebody that's i mean a bit controversy didn't they no press is bad press. Well, this is it. But no, it's, it's, it is. You need to watch it. I, I recommend it because I, I watched it quite quickly. It was one of those ones that I binged because it was... You could just binge through it. Um, tell you what, I've been binging on Disney. I've been watching Only Murders in the Building, which I love. Is this a drama or is this a reality? No, because I was telling you about this and you thought that it was an actual real true crime yes, podcast that's right. That's right. with Steve Martin and Selena Gomez and they were investigating real murders. I was like, no, babe. I was like, it's a programme on Disney. Hang on a minute. Steve Martin have a podcast with Selena Gomez. <laughs> and they're trying to solve murders. <laughs> Seems unlikely, but I'd watch it. I mean, I'd watch it if they actually did real life murders in the building. So I've been having an interesting conversation this week with one of my friends. And as a mother of two boys, I feel that you'll be kind of partial to this as well. And I feel like it's it's something we need to discuss. Um, About the beginnings of puberty. Oh, God. And I don't think I'm going to be able to deal with this very well. Hang on. How old is the beginning of puberty? Well, it's kind of round about now. 10, 11. I am waiting patiently, slash from under a table, for to be hit to be hit with this. And we we kind of get a little bit of the um, we're getting mood swings and we're getting kind of eye rolls and answering mm. back and like, everything's a chore. Mm. <laughs> but then the next day is lovely, lovely. 
like a different child and then the next day it's like <laughs> so that that stage i can kind of deal with because that's just like i can go it's just hormones and i know all of it is just hormones but i tell you what it's going to be the physical things that i'm not going to be able to deal very well with like all the boy bit issues all the boy bit issues do you know there are different stages of puberty well there's non-puberty fluffy puberty yeah. and then full-grown mm. wiry puberty right mm. No, so okay. okay. So stage one, and there is a um, there is there is a scale of puberty, and I feel it's like it, I, I can't tell you the name, but I feel it's like either like the Richter scale for earthquakes or whatever the scale is that they use for chilies, <laughs> something something along those lines. And I think my issue with boy puberty is um, well, I I don't have boy bits, and so I'm not entirely sure, and I have not I've not grown up. I had a sister, and so mm. I am just I don't feel equipped. I feel like I need to read some books and I need to Google things, but I definitely can't Google image. It's called the Tanner Scale. The Tanner Scale oh. of puberty. Oh, I should yeah. Google it. <laughs> so, so phase one is the is like the child-like stage, okay? So that is, you know, just like child willy, child willy, and a d- d- little pair of child testicles, okay? Then the next stage oh, after God. that, stage two, is mm. when they then start to get... Like it's the beginnings of the pubes. It's the beginnings mm-hmm. of the pubes, and mm-hmm. but they're not pubes as we know it. They're not pubes mm-hmm. as we know it. They're just kind of like just dark, straight hairs, regardless of ethnicity or hair texture. You mm-hmm. will get just dark, straight, very soft, apparently hairs. Um, I don't know whether one can plait them, unstyle them out if they sound all lustrous and glossy like that. They're not wiry pubes. They sound, you know, quite quite nice pubes. Like kind of I'm looking at the end of my hair and I'm wondering whether it's similar. Anyway, so that's the next phase. Okay, the phase after that isn't the wiry pubes. Oh no. The phase after that is the bit where um the 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 the, the willy stays the same size, but the testicles expand massively. <laughs> So they just have a giant pair of man balls, giant ripe and ready avocados, <laughs> oh, just hanging Jesus. in their pants, but matched with a little willy. How, long, still that, the, how long does that go on for then? I don't know how long. And it also said, which I, because I then, I, I spent after this conversation with my friend, I traumatised myself and I spent an evening Googling the situation. Again, not with images. And, um, and it said about the scrotum, enlarges, reddens and thins. I thought, well, that doesn't sound like a great situation to be in, does it? So your poor child has to walk around with like a giant, like, thin, but angry pair of bollocks in their pants. <laughs> An angry ball bag. <gasps> Just a really angry ball bag. This makes me think that maybe potentially God is a woman, because if God was a man, they'd make the willy big first, and because that'll make the willy look even bigger. But I mean, they're not showing it to anybody at that age, right? And then, and and then, I, I think the next phase isn't that they then get the the, the willy to match the, the scrotum. I think they then just get the wiry pubes. So the poor kids gonna have a tiny willy, wiry pubes, and a giant angry ball bag. Oh my God. And then the final last stage is the willy catches up and everyone's on the <laughs> same page finally. But I just, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be able to deal with this. This is a, this is a lot. Do you remember getting pubes? I just, I, 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 no. I'm not, it, it, I remember having really fluffy armpits. It was like they were just like really fluffy, but I don't remember them being like, oh, I've got, I've got pubes. It's weird, isn't it? You just don't, you don't remember. But and, you know, um, I still haven't gone into puberty in my armpits. I'd never really got armpit hair. Yeah, mine. I've had mine lasered. So, but um, mm. you know, uh, my grand, we call her uh, dirty grand. She's ninety nine, bless her. She's nearly hundred. Love dirty grand. Uh, yeah, dirty grand. Uh, but when I was younger. 
she, it must have been about 15, 16. I can tell you about Day Grand another day. She's great. She's got some brilliant stories. She's great value. Anyway, we need to get her on as a guest. Yeah, she, she's, she's, she's just get her to do an Urban Dictionary. Yeah, she'd get it right. <laughs> Straight off. She anyway. would. She she'd would. probably be one of her entries in there. <laughs> Dirty Grand from Berry. There she is. There she is. <laughs> but um, she told me, out of nowhere, you know, Lucy, I don't know why you all bother with, like, trying to get rid of all your pubic hair because when you get older they all just fall out <laughs> who knew did you know that who knew that no i didn't know that i thought they'd probably go a bit gray around They'll the fall edges out, they just fall out well that's something well that's something to look forward to i mean there's low maintenance isn't it maybe that's why so many old ladies go swimming because it's just so liberating that they don't have to do the bush I'd, I'd swim more if it wasn't such a life admin of having to trim everything downstairs. That's the worst bit, isn't it? That is the worst bit. Um, so maybe that, that is why, why you see all the old dears, they over 70s swim. There you go. There you go. That's a great fact of the day. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Right, Luth. Are we ready for some Urban Dick? Shunnery. Phenomenal. <laughs> should just be called Urban Dick, shouldn't it? Luce, what kind of utter filth have you got in the corner of me feet for me this week? Well, you requested some Christmas specials, didn't you? Oh, did I forgot about that? Mm-hmm. So, Mrs. Claus is here to deliver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, right, let's go then. Uh, go snowballing. On. What do you reckon? Snowballing. I think I know this. Does it involve oral sex? Yes. Mm, okay. Is it when maybe you have maybe performed a certain act um, on, a, on a gentleman? They've been very happy, very pleased with your work. A for effort for everybody. You you passed the exam um, and they have joyfully given you a gift in in your mouth for, for passing the happiness exam, which you go, I don't want that. Have that back, you bastard, and you spit it into his mouth. Oh, is it? You're very, very, very close. But it's worse. Oh. <laughs> How is it worse? How is it it's worse? It's worse. So, I'm proud of you, babes. That's two nights in a row I'm proud of you. Two nights in a row. So snowballing... Well, this one is an act where cum is passed from one person's mouth to another. You have mouth. to say cum. Can we not just make it sound like <laughs> what do you want me slightly to call it? nicer? Um, um, ejectile fluid. Ejectile fluid. <laughs> Magic white juice. <laughs> Sounds like Tipex. Um, <laughs> but okay, the the fluid. We'll just go fluid. The fluid. Oh no! I 
read it wrong. You were right. <gasps> oh, is there like, is there a confetti cannon? There needs to be a confetti cannon one night. Oh, much like what happens just before the snowball happens. There needs to be an ejaculation of something. Um, not, not fluid. You were right. I read it wrong. Right. So I, I feel like I'm catching on to the Sophie McCartney filth brain. I read it as an act where comments pass from one person's mouth Stop to another that. mouth. All right, sorry. Magic, magic white stuff. Uh, but I read it as that somebody came in somebody's mouth. I said came, not come. Um, mm. Then it was passed to one person and then they carried on passing it around the room. That's what I read. <laughs> How many people were in the room? <laughs> Pass it around everyone in the house. I'm just going to knock, knock and wake my mum and dad up. <laughs> do you want... Do you want... <laughs> Your turn. Who else is in the room? Yeah. Your turn. Mm. Yeah. I'm Do you want the context sentence? Oh, go on then. I don't Fame. think we need it, but yes. Go on. Faye would only give Kev a blowjob if he agreed to try his own cum. They ended up snowballing as Faye's great at blowjobs and Kev didn't want to lose out. And that's from Scotch Jock. Oh, so it must have been someone in Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> um, a deep fried Mars bar and a snowball, please. Um, I bet that Kev never wanted a, a blowjob after that again, if that were, if they were the rules of engagement. Um, Luce, have we got a parenting tale slash fail? I mean, who is going to be the, the lucky, lucky receiver of an iconic London triple threat mascara? Well, this is a first. Oh, it's from three people. It's a joint submission. A, how does so that work? So they're going to have to share the mascara. <laughs> oh, it's not hygienic. You're not meant to share mascara. We might be able to squeeze three out. Three out. We'll see what we we'll see. What we can do. Okay. Um, oh, but it's good. It's also very super relevant. Oh, nice. Festive. Yeah. Very festive. Lovely. Very festive. Okay, go for it. Okay. So, uh, hi, Sophie and Lucy. Loving the podcast. Thanks so much. Um, this is a joint submission from three of us. We've been talking about your latest episode where you discuss bribery, which reminded us of a rather epic parenting tale. You know, last week we were talking about um, how you get your kids to a line and run up to Christmas. Yes, just to yes. the fucking line. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, backstory, we met four years ago at Baby Sensory Class. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and now... Baby makes have... no sensory. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now we've made it a new tradition to get the train from Newcastle to Edinburgh every year for a Christmas day out without our children. Much better. I think that's why I went to Baby Sensory, was to just make some yeah, new Just to find some friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. To, so you could just abandon your kids and go off and have a lovely jowls. Yeah, so... Last year, we got on the train, uh, obviously very joyous, Christmassy, um, and we spent the journey catching up about the kids and how we were all dealing with the Christmas excitement at home. The Bucks Fizz was flowing, conversation started with us all discussing and agreeing about how much we hate Elf on the Shelf mm. and how we pity the mums. Yeah, and we'll, uh, to your point, Swap it this year for one from the top shelf. Yeah, right? one from the top shelf. It? You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And we were talking about how we pity the mums that have to try and create imaginative ideas every night. This then moved on to a conversation about we how we all added evidence of Santa when the kids go to bed on Christmas Eve. One of my friends had to get a new carpet after her husband went too far with creating sooty 
footprints from Santa's sooty, many, sooty sooty footprints. footprints from Santa's footprints. many chimney trips. Uh, another friend said she was hoovering fucking glitter for months. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we were enjoying ourselves, we were approached by a rather stern-looking woman. She said, "You should probably be more aware of the little ears around you when discussing Santa not being real." Thanks for ruining Christmas forever. Oh no. So they then sit in silence for the rest of the journey. And then <laughs> they got off the train really sheepishly, sheepishly and she said they saw two very upset children, probably around 6 maybe and 8. Oh, we God. felt like very naughty children. Uh, but we're heading back up oh. to Edinburgh this year and we'll just spend the journey talking about the weather. Oh, God. So, right, I won't... I, I Even on socials, I don't even talk about... I don't talk about Santa. Don't talk about um, the tooth fairy because, like, again, kids can be around you. Parents will scroll. I feel fairly. This is a safe space because yeah, yeah, no parent yeah. in their right mind who's already listened to this podcast <laughs> is going to listen to it with their children around. <laughs> so this is a safe space. But like, you know, you can be flicking through your phone, can't you? And like, have your volume on, and something could come up. So I, ne- I never talk about it. Um, but the, imagine, imagine. Can you imagine? Like Jack, Jack still believes. Jack still believes. Jack still believes. That's good because, he, because he's possible to say, I know. And I'm going to have to tell him. I'm going to have to tell him. How are you going to tell him? I know, because he's going to hate me forever. I think he knows. You're just going to wait until he finds out from his mates. No, because I'm going to have to tell him before he goes to high school. He comes <laughs> to high school. Yeah, but then. With a giant ball yeah, sack. He still believes in Santa. <laughs> <laughs> with long, lustrous pubes, but like, I believe. Like, I can't. I can't. Help. But so his mates will tell him. Before he goes. Mates will tell him. Do you know what? Right. I'm, I'm 95% convinced he knows because he has made noises about St. Pete's TV in the past. But we're oh, like, right. if you don't believe, you don't receive. So we just gaslight him into believing. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah cause, and then he lives in a fear that actually if he says it out loud, he's going to get fuck all for Christmas. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it's weird, right? That he, yeah, he, he is very suspicious of Santa, but he has unwavering belief in the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> And I tried him the other day. I tried him the other day because he was talking about his tooth being wobbly. And I was like, oh, what do you think's going to happen this year when your tooth comes out? Fully expecting him to be like, well, you're just going to stick a grid on the pillow. And he's like, well, maybe. Maybe Harry, because that's the name of his tooth fairy. Mm. Maybe Harry's going to maybe give me a five out. It's like, no, she's not. Hang on a minute. <laughs> his fairy is called Hairy Fairy. <laughs> yeah. for a hairy fairy in his bedroom when he <laughs> <laughs> like all lads at <laughs> some point in their lives <laughs> god loves god loves an optimist what what was the logic behind <laughs> well do you know it's only really in this exact moment that i've put that together <laughs> about a hairy fairy <laughs> 
at what stage of puberty do we get a hair <laughs> In the Tanner scale. Stage three. Stage oh three on the Tanner scale. Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this. When he was really little, and I used to draw pictures of his two fairies. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make the situation that any better. I used to draw pictures of a hairy fairy for him. But um, his little fairy used to draw pictures of her um, with her wings and just to try and like butch her up a little bit to make her a little bit more accessible to a little more. For a real hair fairy. I gave, a, I gave her really hairy legs, so it like so she wore footy boots. Footy but it wasn't really from her legs, legs, was it? <laughs> She's grown down. She's like, I'm waiting this shit out until I'm 80. <laughs> no point getting laser. I've got another 60 years to go. Um, Stop it. But you know what I always had in my head as well, that maybe when the kids were older, that I would, because I am a Sunday Times number one best-selling author Mm. twice over, Mm. that I would dabble in children's books and I was going to make a story about Harry the Doofus. Oh, my God. (laughs) Harry the Fairy. Harper Collins, if you want to snap that one up. (laughs) Harry. Before oh the hairy God, fairy so snaps funny. you up. So, so yeah, so we have we okay. have hairy, hairy the twinkle <laughs> fairy, mm. and Evelyn's is called Twinkle. <laughs> twinkle and Harry. So and yeah, this is he's cl- clearly they're gonna they're yeah. gonna take these names into 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 their future lives. I'm gonna definitely gonna have to get him before he goes to high school. Aren't I about hairy fairy. What are you doing tonight? I'm just gonna be in my bed waiting for a waiting for a bit of hairy fairy <laughs> to, leave, to leave me some money. <laughs> Although there we go, that that's it for this week's um, parenting fails at tale. I think I should win the um, iconic mascara. <laughs> do I get one? Do I get one for a hairy fairy? Will you post it to me? Thanks, babe. I love the fact that you are um, have just discovered your parenting fail whilst mm. chatting to thousands of people mm. um, out, 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 out and about in the world. Good, mm. good, good. Yeah, good. lovely. Okay, well, more of the same next week. <laughs> Sophie's childhood traumas for children. <laughs> and if you too have a similar parenting fail slash tale that you would like to send in you can send it to tired and tested at acast.com um, and if we read your parenting tale slash fail out um, you you will be a very happy recipient of an iconic london triple threat mascara so i think that's all points of admin and um, crossed off i'm off to go and have a very serious conversation with my child hit the jingle it's the tired and tested podcast enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week From perky tits to kill and nits to snack bitch when I'm dead I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread Happy listening to the podcast Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.